Welcome to another intriguing episode of the Liberated Lover podcast. I'm your host, Pierre Leo, coming to you solo in this installment. We'll be shedding some light on the glossary of non-monogamy, exploring the various terminologies commonly used in different alternative relationship communities. So whether you're a newcomer to the lifestyle or a seasoned participant in need of a recap, this episode promises to serve as a useful guide. So without further ado, let's dive into the language of non-monogamy. The world of non-monogamy encompasses a vast array of unique relationships, each with its own set of terms and definitions. These terms can often be confusing and misinterpreted. So let's clear up any misconceptions and get on the same page. Firstly, there's the term ethical non-monogamy which refers to any type of consensual non-monogamy that involves open and honest communication between all parties involved. This term is often used as an umbrella term for other forms of alternative relationships, such as polyamory, swinging, and open relationships. Now, polyamory, or poly for short, is a form of ethical non-monogamy where individuals can have multiple loving and intimate relationships with the knowledge and consent of all involved. This differs from swinging, which typically focuses on the recreational sex with others rather than emotional connections. On the other hand, An open relationship refers to a partnership where both parties agree that they are free to engage in sexual or romantic relationships with other people outside of their primary relationship. However, in open relationships, there may not be a strong emphasis on building emotional connections with others. Compersion is one of my favorite terms in the non-monogamous community. It's defined as the feeling of joy or happiness when your partner is experiencing pleasure with someone else. Essentially, it's the opposite of jealousy and can be a powerful tool in overcoming feelings of possessiveness or insecurity. Another significant term in the realm of non-monogamy is relationship anarchy. This philosophy prioritizes consensual, custom-made relationships devoid of societal norms. Relationship anarchists don't follow traditional norms that dictate how love or commitment should look like. Instead, they design their own relationships based on mutual consent and negotiation. It emphasizes the freedom and flexibility to love without boundaries, treating all relationships, romantic or not, with equal respect and consideration. It's a profound concept that challenges conventional relationship paradigms, encouraging us to question our own preconceptions and prejudices. Solo polyamory is another fascinating term prevalent in the non-monogamous sphere. This form of polyamory involves individuals who have multiple romantic relationships but maintain their autonomy by not having a primary partner. They value their independence and freedom, 
And while they can have deep and meaningful connections, they do not seek relationships that involve traditional elements of coupling up, like cohabiting or merging finances. This relationship style takes many forms, all tied together by the individual's preference for maintaining their independent lifestyle while also having the capacity for multiple loving relationships. Solo polyamorists often emphasize open communication, honesty, and respect for all involved. Metamor is a term that you might come across in the non-monogamous community. It refers to your partner's other partner with whom you do not share a direct romantic or sexual relationship. For instance, if you're in a polyamorous relationship and your partner has another partner, that person would be your metamor. This term helps to describe the interconnectedness that often exists within non-monogamous relationships. Having a good relationship with your metamor can foster a sense of community and mutual respect within your relationship network. It's a unique relationship dynamic that isn't found in monogamous relationships and truly underscores the complexity and diversity of non-monogamous relationships. The terms primary and secondary relationships are commonly used within polyamorous communities. In a primary relationship, partners often share a strong emotional and possibly legal or financial bond, and they typically spend more time together compared to other relationships. This relationship might include aspects like living together or raising children or intertwining finances. On the other hand, a secondary relationship refers to a relationship that's emotionally or structurally less central. While it is just as real and important, it might involve less entanglement or commitment than the primary relationship. The primary-secondary model provides some people with a sense of structure and predictability within their relationship networks. But it's not for everyone. For those who choose to adopt this model, it's essential to treat all partners with respect and dignity and avoid hierarchical thinking that could lead to mistreatment or neglect of secondary partners. Remember, every relationship is unique and should be defined by the individuals involved. The term Kitchen table polyamory is another interesting concept in the non-monogamous community. It refers to a style of polyamory where all partners and perhaps even their other partners or metamors are comfortable and connect with each other in a friendly manner. The term originates from the idea of all partners being able to sit around a kitchen table for a meal or a cup of coffee, cohibiting the same social space comfortably. This approach emphasizes the interconnectedness and mutual respect among all individuals involved in the relationship network. While not everyone prefers or can even achieve this style of polyamory, it shows the potential for community and camaraderie within non-monogamous relationships. The swinging lifestyle also refers to a unique set of terms and concepts that are key to understanding its dynamics. 
Swingers are individuals or couples who engage in consensual sexual activities with others as a form of social recreation. Soft swinging or soft swap refers to situations where individuals engage in non-penetrative sexual activities with someone other than their partner. This could involve kissing, touching, or even oral sex, but stops short of sexual intercourse. It's often a stepping stone for couples new to the swinging lifestyle, allowing them to explore their boundaries and comfort levels. In contrast, full swap refers to couples in a swinging community who engage in full sexual intercourse with other individuals or couples. This kind of exchange requires a high level of trust, communication, and consent from all parties involved. Lifestyle or the lifestyle is another term used within the swinger community to describe the practice and culture of non-monogamous behavior. It's a broad term that encompasses swinging, but also can include other forms of non-monogamy. A unicorn in the swinging community is a term used to describe a single, bisexual woman who is willing to join an existing couple for sexual activities. They are called unicorns because they are considered rare and elusive. Hot wifing is a practice within the swinging lifestyle where a woman has sex with men other than her husband, with the full knowledge and consent of her husband. The husband may or may not be present during these encounters. The green door is a term associated with the swinging lifestyle. It's often used to represent the boundary between the general public and a private swinger event or club. Once you pass the green door, you are entering a space where non-monogamous practices are accepted and encouraged. Voyeurism is yet another term found within the swinging community. This term refers to the act of gaining sexual pleasure from watching others when they are naked or engaging in sexual activities. In the context of swinging, it's not uncommon for individuals or couples to enjoy watching their partners interact with others, which can be incredibly arousing to some. Cuckolding is another term that's prevalent within the swinging community. It's the scenario where a man, often referred to as the cuckold, derives sexual pleasure from watching his wife or partner having sex with other men. The dynamic can involve elements of humiliation or submission for the cuckold, but that's not always the case. It's important to note that cuckolding, just like all other practices within the swinging communities, relies heavily on consent, communication, and mutual enjoyment. The woman involved, the hot wife, has full autonomy and control over her sexual activities. And this practice offers an avenue for exploring power dynamics, voyeuristic pleasures, and diverse sexual experiences within a safe and consensual environment. Another intriguing term from the swinger community is stag and vixen. The stag and vixen dynamic is where the man, 
or stag, takes pleasure in watching his female partner, or vixen, have sex with other men. But, different from cuckolding, there's no element of humiliation or submission involved. The stag often maintains an assertive role and may participate in the encounters. The vixen, with consent and pre-agreed boundaries, engages with different partners, further enhancing the couple's shared sexual experience. Hall pass is another intriguing term from the swinging lifestyle. A hall pass refers to an arrangement where one person in the couple is allowed to engage in sexual activities with others outside of the relationship without the partner being present. This can be a one-off occurrence or a regular agreement, depending on the rules set by the couple. A hall pass offers the opportunity for individual exploration within the context of the relationship, adding to the diversity and adaptability that characterizes the swinger lifestyle. Swinger Parties Swinger parties refer to the social gatherings specifically organized for individuals or couples who are part of the swinging lifestyle. These events provide a safe and consensual platform for those involved in non-monogamous practices to meet, interact, and potentially engage in intimate activities with other like-minded individuals or couples. The atmosphere at swinger parties is typically relaxed and sociable, allowing people to explore their sexual boundaries at their own pace. Just like all other practices within the swinging and non-monogamous community, swinger parties emphasize the need for consent, open communication, and respect towards everyone's boundaries. This marks the conclusion of the first part of our journey into the glossary of alternative relationships. In future episodes, I'm looking forward to inviting guests who are experts, practitioners, and enthusiasts in these areas that can help us expand on the terms introduced today and uncover new concepts within alternative relationships. My aim is to create a comprehensive resource for understanding and navigating these often misunderstood paths of personal liberation and relationship exploration. Stay tuned for more enlightened discussions. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Liberated Lover podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review and subscribing to our channel. Your support means the world to us, and it helps us continue creating valuable content for our listeners. Also, social media pages coming soon for updates and behind-the-scenes content. And remember, keep an open mind and embrace your personal liberation. I'll see you next time. Signing off for now, your host, Pierre Leo. Take care, everyone.